Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Love Talk Radio. Hello, 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 and welcome to Creating a Championship Standard of Living. I am your host, Mr. Miles W. Miller. People, it is March 27th, 2010. Yes, it is the final weekend of March, the final weekend of the first quarter of 2010. And, wow, it just seems like yesterday we were just celebrating New Year's Eve. People, I'm so absolutely honored to be here with you tonight. We have some dynamic guests coming on. We have some dynamic uh, things planned for you today, so I just want you to to sit back and enjoy. But actually, don't just sit back. I want you to get a pad and a paper, and I want you to get ready to take some dynamic notes because we're going to give you some blueprints tonight to show you how to realize the impossible dream. Yes, a lot of people will tell you that the things that you really want in life may not be possible for you, but let me tell you that is not the truth that is a, that is a farce, and we got people on here tonight that are going to show you why it's possible that you can live the life of your dreams. Before we go any further, I want to again thank each and every one of you for tuning in tonight. I know you could be anywhere else in the world tonight, but you're right here at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time with me on creating a championship standard of living. And I thank you. I love you. I'm praying for you. I thank God for you each and every day because you know without you. This labor of love would be in vain, and because you're here and because you're telling people about this show and because you're, you're you know, downloading the podcast and you're listening to it live, it makes what I do valid. It makes what I do uh, important. So I, I really enjoy doing this. It's a labor of love for me. I love uh, giving you surefire blueprints and, and, and things of that nature for your success. Before we go any further, I want to turn this show over now. And, in fact, I don't want to not just – not just because I want to, but this is what we're going to do. We're turning this show over right now to God's Holy Spirit so that we all get what we came for, and that is a move of his spirit. People, let me tell you this. You're always on my mind. I, I, I feel like I know each and every one of you personally, and I, I want you to know something. I come here each and every week now to, to let you know the good news, and that, that good news is, is this, that God is still – blessing, the dreams of the dreamer, the visions of the visionary, and the goals of the go-getter. That's right. No matter what people tell you, your ideal life is possible. Your ideal life is not only possible, it's necessary, as my mentor, uh, Mr. Les Brown, says so eloquently. I want you to hear what I'm saying, getting ready to tell you. Earlier this week, I was, I was in prayer, and I heard something dynamically in my spirit. I wanted to share this with you tonight. And this is for a lot of people who are dealing with a lot of different things. And I know there's some things I've been, I was dealing with earlier in the week, and this is what I heard in, in my prayer time. And it, was, it goes like this. Get out of your memory. I am trying to do something new for you. But you have been reminiscing on your past failures. Get out of your memory. I am trying to do something new for you but you have been reminiscing on your past failures. 
and this is for somebody out there tonight who can hear my voice, you may have made some major mistakes in your lifetime. You may have dropped the ball big time. You may have, you know, not experienced the life that you, you thought you deserved. But I'm here tonight to tell you that God is ready to do something new in your life. He said <laughs> he's ready to do something new in your life. Old things are behind you. Behold, he's doing something new in your life. Right now, I want everybody who can hear my voice, whether this is live, whether this is tape delay, however you hear my voice right now, I want you to declare in your life that the past is in the past, and today is a new day. Look, spring started last week. This is a new season, people. This is a new season in your life. Old things are in the past. Behold, he's doing new things for you now. So I want you to move forward and be encouraged today, knowing that without a shadow of a doubt, without a shadow of a doubt, that all things are possible to him that believe. Without a shadow of a doubt, all things are possible to him that believe. Listen to me again. All things are possible to him that believe. You are a dreamer. You are a visionary. You are a go-getter. All things are possible to him that believe. I want you to believe in yourself. Believe in those goals that you've been given. Believe in the very identity that you have in God. You created his likeness and image. You are a power player. You are a, you are a dynamic. You are phenomenal. You are designed to do some phenomenal stuff. You are designed to have dominion. You are designed to be great. And today is a new day to walk in that greatness. So without a shout out, we're going to move forward in the show. I want to play for you a motivational moment, and then we'll be right back. Again, I'm uh, just completely honored to um, to be before you today. And uh, our lesson today um, is 10 steps to staying true to yourself. 10 steps to, to staying true to yourself. Um, I came up with this topic late last night, actually in the wee hours of this morning. Um, many of you may have seen my Facebook posting uh, where I posted um, a comment about being true to myself and how I uh, I actually had to apologize to myself for not being always being true to myself. Um, and I think that it's really important for each and every one of us to understand that we are unique. We are we are not like everybody else. We're not normal. And because we're not normal, we can't expect to do what normal people do and have gratification or happiness or joy doing those things. We have to celebrate that uniqueness that's what's inside us. Uh, a guest we had on uh, a couple weeks ago, Mr. Ronald Wilshire uh, down in Houston, Texas, you know, told us to celebrate our uniqueness. And, and that's one thing I'm going to continuously promote, to celebrate the, the, the identity that God has given you, the, the separateness that God has given you, the, 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 that, which of you, that inside of you that will allow you to stand out and not blend in. Because you weren't put here to blend in, you were put here to stand out and lead. So, let me get started with our lesson. Um, ten steps to staying true to yourself. Step number one, and I believe this is the most important step to staying true to yourself. Step number one, keep God's image of you in your heart. Keep God's image of you in your heart. Keep God's 
image of you in your heart. A lot of people battle with low self-esteem. They battle with uh, a bad vision of themselves. They, they, they struggle to, to really find their way in the world, and they, they get confused and misled and led astray and run amok, things like that. And the one thing that would keep people grounded is that if you knew that the creator of the universe created you in his likeness and image, how could you ever fall for the okie doke when somebody told you that you, you're less than, than, than great, you're less than phenomenal, you're less than the best? If you truly, when you truly know who you are, when you truly know who you are, when you, know, you truly know what you are, nobody can come and tell you anything other than that. Immediately you understand that that's the fault. That's not the truth. If somebody tells you something contrary to what the Creator says you are, that's a farce. That's not. That is not the truth. So, in understanding that, it is utterly important to stay locked on the image that God says you are. You're creating His likeness and image. You're creating His likeness and image. Not like a dinosaur, not like a donkey, not like a horse, not like a bear, but in His likeness and image. You have been put here for some dynamic stuff. You have been put here to do some things that, that only you can do. Your life is important. Your your existence on this earth, your existence in this universe in this universe is very important. So you have to stay focused on the fact that you were created to create. You were created to, to repair. You were created to, to do something dynamic. You were created to do something awesome. You were created to do something unique. So you have to celebrate that uniqueness because God saw something in you that when he created you, he created you to solve a set of problems that nobody else can solve. So keep that in your in your heart that you are put here for a special assignment from the creator. Hello, and we're back. That was a, a motivational moment, uh, a snippet I, I've taken from one of our previous times together. And I just like to do that to, to give you a, an injection of, a, of, of motivation, like a, an IV or a, an adrenaline shot of motivation and encouragement, just to get the, the day going. And I'm thoroughly excited to be here again with you today. Uh, we're going to be talking about realizing the impossible dream. I have two dynamic guests who, who are on here tonight who have defied odds, who have defied uh the things that people say can't be done and are actually doing those very things. And they're going to provide a blueprint for you tonight for how it, how you, too, can live the life of your dreams, how you, too, can be who you've been called to be, how you, too, can, can walk in integrity as a dreamer, as a visionary, as a go-getter, and be, who, be everything you've been called to be. So moving forward, we're going to, um, I'm going to give you this week's divine intervention. You know, each week I give you a divine intervention or a scripture from the Bible. And this week's scripture that I'm going to give you comes from Jeremiah 33 and 3. And I'm going to read it to you from two translations. The first is coming from the Amplified Version. And it reads, Call to me, and I will answer you, and show you great and mighty things, fenced and hidden in, which you do not know. Do not distinguish or or, and recognize, have knowledge of or understand. 
I'll read that to you again. Call to me, and I will answer you and show you great and mighty things, fenced in and hidden, which you do not know, do not distinguish and recognize, have knowledge of and understand. I want to read it to you also from the New Living Translation. And it reads, Ask me, and I will tell you remarkable secrets you do not know about things to come. Ask me, and I will tell you remarkable secrets you do not know about things to come. And that's Jeremiah 33 and 3. And I want to say this. As a dreamer and as a visionary, a lot of times you get, you see the promise before everybody else sees it. And because you see the promise before everybody else sees it, sometimes you may be accosted and um, ridiculed because you're not a, you're not thinking like everybody else. You're, you're seeing, you're getting great revelation about things to come. And what I will tell you today is this. Don't give up on your dreams. You know my, my motto and my mantra, my mantra and my motto is don't ever give up, don't ever quit on your dreams. Well, the reason why I tell you, say that so much is because a lot of times there are things in your, that may be in your environment right now that are designed to get you to stop on your dreams. But, but one thing about being a dreamer and being a visionary you connect to, to, to God in, in, in such a dynamic way that he, he's going to reveal himself to you. He's going to reveal things to come to you. And you have to stay locked and focused on the fact that, that what he says is going to come to pass is going to come to pass. And if you've been given the, the honor of, to bring some of these things to pass, don't let anything or anybody deter you from that. See, people will put, put the label impossible in your dreams because to them it can't be done. But it's okay. If they didn't get the vision, then it wasn't for them to bring the past. It's for you to bring the past. So if God gave you something dynamic, you hold on to it and you bring it to pass. And that's our, just going along with our divine intervention for this week from Jeremiah 33 and 3. And now I'm going to give you uh, our presidential wisdom for the week. You know, each week I give you a presidential wisdom or a quote from our 44th president, President Barack Obama. And this week's quote states, Americans still believe in an America where anything's possible. Let me read that to you again. Americans still believe in an America where anything's possible. Americans still believe in an America where anything's possible. People, this is a, a dynamic time, a dynamic place. We are in a in a in a season like none other where possibilities are endless, where if you have a dream or desire to do anything great, now is the time to step out and do it. I, I tell people this a lot. When you look at the things that have happened at 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue and the fact that there is an African-American as the president of the United States of America, we, I stand back on uh, Mark 9 and 23 that all things are possible to him that believe. It's still possible for your dreams to come to pass, no matter what the situations look like, no matter what people are telling you. You have to step out and do and be everything you've been called to do and be. And today I, I present to you a dynamic opportunity. You're going to be presented with, with ideas from dynamic people who 
like I said before, are living their dreams. They're not taking no for an answer. And the question now lies, will you be one of them? Will you be next? And if not, why not? I'm calling you out tonight. Greatness is right here in front of you. Your greatness is right here in front of you. Your greatness is right here in front of you today, calling you out. Will you step forward into your destiny? Will you be everything you've been called to be? That's the that's the million-dollar question for you right now. And I'm going to give you some extra credit. I'm going to give you some extra incentive to step out on that and become everything you've been called to be. You know, each week we do our visualization uh, segment, and tonight I want to I want to definitely take you through the, into that segment. But I want you to to get a picture in your mind before we start that segment. I want you, first and foremost, if you're driving or you're doing anything else right now as you're listening to the show, I want you to stop everything you're doing. Now, if you're driving, don't just stop in the middle of the road. Go pull over to the side. Yeah, there we go. Pull over to the side or go into that Kmart or that flea market parking lot. There we go. But don't don't just stop in the middle of the road. Okay, we're good. We're all on the same page now. I want everybody to stop everything you're doing, and I want you to just to, to relax and get calm. And I want you, as you're calming down, I want you to, to think about something beautiful. It could be a rose. It could be a, a, a child, a puppy, whatever the case may be. It could be Mount Rushmore, whatever it is that you see in your mind as beautiful. And I want you to lock your attention on that picture of beauty in your mind right now. Now, as you are are completely in tune to the beautiful things in this universe. I want you to look at that thing in your mind. I want you to hold on to it. I want you to harness the feeling that it feels, that, that you feel when you see that beautiful thing. And I want to take you to the next, to, to, I want to take you somewhere else. I want you to imagine yourself in an IMAX movie theater. And as the projector is getting ready to, to start playing and the, the light is coming onto the screen, what's getting ready to come onto the screen is your ideal life. I want you to see your ideal life on that screen that's larger than life. I want you to see yourself thriving. I want you to see yourself dominating. I want you to see yourself on top and not beneath, the head, not the tail, the first and not the last. I want you to see yourself being powerful. I want you to see yourself living and experiencing a championship standard of living. I want you, if, if it's a new car you so desire, I want you to see yourself driving that new car. If it's a, a new debt-free home, I want you to see yourself walking through that home. If it's a spouse, I want you to, to imagine yourself with your, ideal, with your God-given ideal spouse. Whatever it is that you, you so desire as your ideal, I want you to see it on that screen. I want you to see the vivid colors. If it's an exotic travel spot, I want you to see the fish in the ocean. I want you to see the exotic birds flying through the air. I want you to feel the sun beaming down your face as you walk on that that beautiful beach. Like I told you guys, each and every week, I have really grown fond of the Rolls Royce Ghost. I believe it's one of the most beautiful automobiles ever designed, ever created. And I see myself driving a Rolls Royce Ghost. I see myself being driven in a, in a Rolls Royce Ghost. I see myself owning a fleet of them. Not to put 
unnecessary value on materialism, but to but there are beautiful things that have been created in this universe, and I believe that each and every one of us is entitled to that beauty because we are children of the Most High God. We are we are <laughs> we are created in the likeness and image of God, who created all beautiful things. So we are or our natural state is to attract beauty to us. So I want you to attract, see yourself attracting a beautiful life. Now, as you continue to look at, see that picture, I want you to fully embrace the feelings that picture brings. Fully embrace the colors. Fully embrace the, the atmosphere. Fully embrace the, the environment. Fully embrace everything about what you see. Now that you've had a vision, and now that you have, now that the vision has taken root, and it is giving you a feeling, I want you to repeat after me. I receive all of my divine good, free and unfettered, right now. I receive all of my divine good, free and unfettered, right now. I receive all of my divine good free and unfettered right now. I receive all of my divine good free and unfettered right now. I receive all of my divine good free and unfettered right now. I receive all of my divine good free and unfettered right now. I receive all of my divine good free and unfettered right now. I receive all of my divine good free and unfettered right now. I receive all of my divine good free and unfettered right now. I receive all of my divine good free and unfettered right now. People, I want you to continue to visualize and see yourself thriving. I want you to continue to, to, to see yourself living an, an ideal life. And we're, as we're moving forward in the show, I want to um, make an announcement. Next week, we're going to have a dynamic show as well. Next week, we're having a show entitled The Power of Relationships. Uh, yes, that's next Saturday, April 3rd at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time here on Creating a Championship Standard of Living. We're going to have The Power of Relationships with two dynamic guests, uh, our guest, the, he's called the Modern Day Matchmaker. His name is Paul Bronson. He's a, a dynamic young man on the East Coast who is, has mastered the art of relationships and actually hooking people up with, for ideal purposes, not just uh, because somebody looks good and two people look good and people think they, they work together. He's actually studied what makes relationships work. So we're going to have Mr. Paul C. Bronson on here, and also we're going to have recording artist and relationship expert Mr. Joe Smith um, on here as well. He's going to be bringing a, a, a bright side of, of interpersonal relationships. So you don't want to miss next week. It's going to be an absolutely dynamic show. I also want to let you guys know that my book, The Power of Conquering Fear, is available at Amazon.com. Yes, that's The Power of Conquering Fear at Amazon.com. You can, you can purchase that book now. You can go online now and purchase that book. Uh, it's a dynamic book for any dreamer and visionary. Uh, just to, to give you firepower to keep moving forward towards your, your goals and your destiny, to give you the, the courage to never give up and never quit in your dreams. So 
with that stated, we're going to move forward in the show, and I have just – I'm honored anytime I get a chance to, to interact with dynamic people. Anytime I get a chance to bring to you a dynamic uh, format, I'm just honored, which is every week. So we, we actually research and, and find dynamic people to bring to you so that we can give you a blueprint for success. We don't want to just take up your time and just you know speak a lot of hot air. We want to actually bring people to this show that are absolutely dynamic and people who can can help you change the, the whole course of your life towards success and um, and your purpose. And um, our first guest is, uh, I have to say, um, just one of the most dynamic people I've met. Um, she is an actress, a model, and a producer now. She has, has successfully produced her own pilot. Um, again, when, when, you, when she comes on the show, you're going to hear how, no matter what the situation looked like, she was able to overcome and be who she was called to be, and walk in her destiny. So without further ado, I'd like to welcome to the show Miss Keely Omani. Keely, hold on one second. I'm having a little technical sure. difficulties. Okay. Hello, Keely, are you there? Yes, I am, Miles. How are you? It's absolutely phenomenal to hear your voice. I am honored to have you here tonight. Likewise, if I never felt dynamic before, I sure feel dynamic tonight <laughs> with that introduction. <laughs> Thank you so much, Miles. You're so welcome. I I am just excited to bring you on here. I've uh, I've known you for quite a while, and I'm just I'm seeing you know a lot of successful things that you're doing now, and I'm just I'm just floored by it. You first and foremost, you you are a model, and yes. Your your story to becoming a model is not a common story. Could you explain to the audience <laughs> why why that's so? Oh my goodness, Miles! I didn't know you were going to talk about that part. Um, yes, um, my friends, people have been telling me I should model, and um, I thought I I put it off because I had a bad experience when I was younger um, with modeling, and so there I was twenty seven. And uh, too old to go on to uh, Tyra's next top model, and everybody was telling me to go, and I'm like, oh no. Well, I was just at the brink um, because the oldest you can be is 27. Um, well, there was a model call here uh, in Metro Detroit, and um, I went not because I wanted to pursue a modeling career, um, but because I was bored and. Um, I had nothing to do that day, so I figured I would go. I mean, I just had on a skirt down to my ankles with a T-shirt. I had a scarf on my head, and I got there, and there are all these beautiful thin women because um, for those who don't know, I'm not 100 pounds. I'm not 105 pounds. Um, at that time, I was like 135. And so um, there was out of boredom in this room full of these tall, thin women all dressed up and stuff. And I'm like, okay, well, whatever. It's probably a scam anyway. These people are going to just try and get over on them and take their money. Um, but nonetheless, I listened to it, and then I realized that it wasn't a scam. <laughs> and they had everyone come through the lines, and I'm thinking, like, oh, my God, I'm so embarrassed now. Um, but whatever. I didn't come here to be a model anyways. And so I get up to the front. 
And the guy says, um, there's something about your eyes. And uh, I'm like, okay. And so he says, what do you do? And I said, well, I'm a starving realtor. And so we kind of checkered a little bit. And he said, you know what, I want you to stay. And so I stayed. And from there, um, they ended up um, bringing them photographers and makeup artists and so forth from New York. Um, I got my first headshots done. Um, we went over to a huge convention at, in Chicago, and I got my first agent there. And it just took off from there. Okay. And I've modeled for companies such as um, Chevrolet, Mercedes-Benz, um, Colgate, uh, Black Radius, a number of uh, national well-known companies. Wow. So you basically, you know, most times when we hear about models, you know, we hear about them starting when they're like 14 and 15, but you started when you were 27. 27, yes, yes, yes. I was um, – Older than most of the girls that were there, um, most of them were actually teenagers, and um, there were some in their early 20s, um, like barely. And then I, again, my size, I mean, I love my size. Right. Um, I, I love who I am, but I I must admit, I do not look like the typical model, yet um, right. I was thoroughly embraced uh, in that industry. Wow. And, and what I also want to add to that is that um, Keeley does um, does fashion modeling, not not the modeling that a lot of people may, you know, try to typecast her into because of her body type. But but she she actually does she does high fashion modeling. So you know, basically what I want to say here is that don't let people typecast you. You know who you are. Be be who you've been called to be. Walk in integrity in everything you do, and and people have to respect you on that level. You don't have to compromise. Miles, to add on to that, I will definitely um, agree with what you're saying because Miles is definitely right. Um, people would think that I would uh, model for um, magazines, like you mentioned before, the King Mag magazine and things of that nature. Right. But that is not who I am, and that is not who I choose to represent. And I choose not to be represented by a magazine like that. And, you know, to each his own, but it's not for me. And God gives us choices, and I make the choice. I'm able to choose um, whether I want to model for Mercedes-Benz or for King Magazine or, you right. know, some some of the other um magazines or or companies for that matter um lingerie companies and so forth i i choose not to do that type of stuff and that's that's very powerful in itself that you still have the power of choice and and, and life is about decisions you you don't have to make a decision based on somebody else's opinion and somebody else's uh rules and stipulations you you can exactly. walk in this thing as a dreamer but not as a as a somebody who's gullible and and ready to be Manipulated and misused. Right, correct. So, you have a successful modeling career. You're yes. also an actress. Yes. Now, although I, when I was younger, I wanted to model. Um, my dream since I was a kid was to act, and I always wanted to be in a movie since I was like nine years old. And um, 
One day I just made a conscious decision to live out my dreams. I decided my mom had passed away, and I said I did not want to pass away um, with people saying, oh, I remember she wanted to do this, and she never got a chance to. Um, Well, that thing that I always wanted to do was act and be in a movie. And so I made a conscious effort to do that. Um, I started taking classes, and immediately, when I say immediately, within a week or two of me, um, my my acting class, um, I auditioned for a movie, and I got the role. Wow. And it was an actual speaking role, and so I was excited about that. And um, that has definitely taken off. Um, I've had roles in a number of movies, um, She Kills, Vigilante, um, Happy Holiday, um, there are few, a lot of those movies that are coming out now. Right now, I am preparing to for a role in the Jackie Wilson story. It's a play uh, here in oh, Detroit. Wow. Mm-hmm. And that's uh, April 4th. Like a little shout out, International Institute, April 4th, the Jackie Wilson story. <laughs> um, and then I'm also preparing for a few movies as well. Um, I actually have... I'm reading three scripts right now. Well, the third one, I haven't gotten the script, but I'm really excited about it. Uh, it's a sci-fi, and so it's the first time that I've done something like that. So I am totally excited about that film. Wow. So it's safe to say that when you stepped out on your dream, you you were able to, to make the impossible possible. Oh, yeah, definitely, because um, I also – yes, baby, I love it um, – and I was getting ready to speak on her, I'm also a single parent. And so, um, and my both my parents are deceased. Um, I don't have a lot of family. I had guardianship over my younger brother. So I had, you know, I was taking care of my younger brother and my daughter. Her dad is in the picture, but I primarily um, have her. And so um, I was able to still provide a good living for them, a good lifestyle for them, as well as pursue my dreams. Wow. And I never stopped. The role was not easy. The role was definitely not easy. It has been a roller coaster. Nonetheless, I am enjoying the ups and the downs because I'm I'm, I'm fulfilling my dreams, and right. there's nothing like it. There's no feeling that can compare to it. Right. I'm, you know, like I said, you're just energizing me now. Just you, You've you've taken on some real-life responsibilities and some real-life, uh, you know, things that you had to take care of. Yes. And you're still talking about how you've realized your dreams. And I think that somebody right now is hearing your voice and hearing your story, and is it's firing them up to live their dreams. Yeah, definitely. Um, you mentioned producing earlier. Yes. I um, I actually have on my vision board, I do have a vision board, Um I had just created my vision board uh, in November. Okay. And on my vision board, I have um, a picture of the red carpet, (laughs) (laughs) and I have on there a successful actress and producer. And so, you know, that's where I really want to go um, within my career is just to act and produce. Um, Well, (laughs) I was acting. Um, the movies are starting to roll out now. I'm excited about that. Um, but I decided I wanted to act, like, all the time because I've also been an extra in a ton of films, um, major films, Gifted Hands with Cuba Gooden Jr. and Kimberly Lee's, um, Whip It with 
Mm-hmm. Um, with it, um, Hung, which is on HBO, um, a ton of films. Well, I wanted to stay busy with my acting, so I decided that I would make my own show and put it online. Oh, and really? that was the gist of it, just to make my own show and put it online just to keep myself busy. Well, that turned into a business. <laughs> um, I actually started my own film production company. And with that, um, as you mentioned, I have been able to successfully produce my own show um, with a cast of six people and not including the extras and feature extras and so forth. Um, and it was amazing um, when we finished uh, production. Um, the whole time I didn't think about the fact that I was being a producer. Um, I was just doing what I loved doing. And then once we moved the set furniture out, um, it dawned on me, I'm a producer. I just produced my own show. And all these people came together because of my dream to be a producer and without even realizing it. And so um, that's one of those things on my vision board. I'm like, okay, now I need to update it because I've done that. Um, well, with that, um, with creating the website to put our shows on, um, our site is not even up yet, and other people have contacted me to put their shows on our website, on my website, which is dilatingproductions.com. Um, so without even um, putting it out there like that, um, people are already coming wanting me to produce their 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 stories. Yeah. A young lady called me. She um, has a major story. She was a she's an ex cop from Detroit, and she's seen and done a whole lot with the police force there. Um, and she in in regards to Kwame Kilpatrick, the former mayor of Detroit, and she came to me. I didn't even know this lady. She just called me out of the blue, wanting us to produce her story. Wow. Um, so it's definitely um, amazing. Um, the roller coasters, the ups and the downs. When I started, Miles, I really did not have any money. But I stepped out on faith because I knew that if I could just do what I could do, God would do the rest. Right, right. And there's, there's no limit to what he can do. And so I just stepped out there, and during that time, um, I – call myself having a partner or going to take on a partner, and she kept saying, no, we're not ready. We're not ready for a casting call. We're not ready for a production. We're not ready for a sales thing. We're not ready. We're not ready. But um, I don't have to see things in order to know that it can manifest. Right. I know that if I have faith, I will begin to see things and it will manifest. So the first step was for me to have that faith, and faith is not a belief. I believe faith is an action. And so I started taking the actions as though the money was there, and it all came together. Um, another guy, he, he's a successful film producer. Um, I've worked with him on, on uh, major videos and so forth. He told me that I was doing this wrong and it was, I wouldn't be able to do it. And, you know, people literally said that to me. Wow. And, you know, I don't think they meant any anything malicious behind it. It just wasn't what they were used to seeing. They were used to seeing people with all this money and all these scripts and their writers and so forth and going forth with it. 
but I was just a person with a dream, a person with a vision. Um, but I, I was also, and I am also a person of humongous sized faith. And so while people were saying, no, it's not going to work, it's not going to work, I'm here today with a show that has been produced. And it's not just one episode, but we have a couple of episodes. So even when, uh, like you said, people don't see it, you don't have to see it. Everyone that's on this call, I challenge you to step out on faith. Don't wait until you can see it because that's not having faith. It's when you don't have it, but you still take those steps, take the actions to move forward in fulfilling your dreams. Do not let people discourage you. Do not let anyone stop you. When someone says, oh, you're not ready, when someone says, that's not going to work, when someone says, you can't do it like that, you know what God told you to do, and you stay steadfast with that. And, again, do what you can do, and God will handle the rest. There's no limits to what he can do. Wow. Keely, you know, I hate to do this. Time is not our friend right now, but I, I want you to to let the people know where they can, how they can get in contact with you and how, how they can, um, can, you know, be a part of this movement that you've just so uh, eloquently and, and gracefully started. Sure, sure. Again, my name is Keely Omani. Um, my email address is Keely, that's K-E-E-L-Y, at Dilating Productions, D-I-L-A, T-I-N-G, productions, with an S on the end, dot com, Keely at dilatingproductions.com. Um, I can also be reached uh, by phone at 866-230-8233, extension 101. I'll repeat that, uh, 866-230-8233, extension 101. And our website will be up April 12th. And that's dilatingproductions.com on April 12th. Well, Keely, we absolutely appreciate you for sharing your, your story with us. And I know somehow, some way, somebody's life has just been impacted. So we thank you for it. Thank you, Miles. Thank you so much for having me on this show. And you are a blessing to a lot of people, Miles. And I just want to say that we do appreciate you. I thank you, and I receive that. <laughs> people... Let me just tell you, um, we go uh, we go out and we try to find people who can absolutely um, can bring to you things that will, will will definitely put you on course to be successful. And you're going you're hearing this, and 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 the people that we bring on here, even the things that I teach you. Um, but first and foremost, before we go any further, I'll, I like to give honor where honor is due, and. You've been he- you've been hearing some dynamic guests coming on my on the show uh, recently. Uh, no, you've been hearing dynamic guests coming on the show a lot, and now I've, I've they've they've been coming in more abundance, and that's because behind the scenes there are people working diligently to make sure that the content that we bring to you is is dynamic. And um, I want to openly and in, in, in front of everybody in the world, I want to honor my marketing consultant over at um, Your Dreams by Design LLC. Miss Tiffany Patton, who's been putting together some dynamic, um, absolutely dynamic uh, shows and, and guests. And let me just tell you, there's some things on the horizon that are coming that are going to absolutely blow your mind because we, are, we, are, we have been working here um, putting together some, some dynamic stuff. And I want to just thank Tiffany openly 
in front of everybody because she has been working tirelessly to make sure that we're getting dynamic guests for you. So uh, I want her to definitely hear that and understand that. And I want to add on to what Keely just said. I want you to, to for the dreamer and the visionary who, who may be scared to launch out, remember this, this is an old quote I've heard somewhere, and I don't know exactly who said it, but it, it's like this. Experts built the Titanic, but amateurs built the ark. Experts built the Titanic, but amateurs built the ark. Go forward in your dreams. Don't let what the experts say stop you from being who you've been called to be. If you know, without, like I told you earlier in the show, if you know God gave it to you, you don't need nobody else to confirm it. That's, the, that's just how it is. Just move forward. Step out. Step out. Step out. <laughs> See, let me, let, me, let me give you this. In the Bible, we know Peter walked on water. But he didn't walk on water until he got a word from God to walk on water. The word was as simple as come. But he knew that the word of God contained everything he needed to do what it was he was called to do. If God is speaking to you, if God is telling you come, if he's telling you to go, whatever the case may be, that's all you need. Now step out of the boat and go be who you've been called to be. Now, I want to take us to our next guest. Our next guest is um, also a, a dynamic young lady. Um, and um, <laughs> I'm just – I'm sitting here, and I've, I've read her bio several times. I've actually spoken to her, and I am thoroughly impressed with her. She is a uh, phenomenal uh, author and, and speaker and minister. She is um, a native of Detroit, um, and she, ha- she tells a story about abstinence, healthy relationships, and how to resist temptation and waiting for true happiness from God is in, in our relationships. Um, <laughs> I'm just, like I said, I'm sitting here, I'm just, I'm, I'm just, like, just thoroughly impressed with her. She wrote the book, um, He Saved, But Is He For You? And tonight we're going to talk about her book, Single, saved, and dating. And without further ado, I'd like to bring to the show one second. We have a little issue with the switchboard here. Um, excuse me, if you, whenever we, you know with live radio it could happen and we could have some technical difficulties. Give me a second here. We're, we're working out some issues here with our switchboard. Um, but um, Without further ado, I'd like to bring to the show Miss Kimberly Brooks. Kimberly, are you there? Can you hear me? Yes, I hear you now. Oh, okay, good. Hi, how are you doing? I'm Hello? phenomenal. I am excited to have you here tonight. Thanks for having me on your show. Oh, wow. This is, you know, I, like I said, we, we have been honored to have dynamic guests on the show, and, and you definitely fit the bill. And I'm just, I know that people are going to hear what you have to say tonight, and it, again, it's going to impact their lives in such a way that it can cause a change in the right direction. Amen. So I want to talk to you tonight. Uh, I want to ask you about your, first and foremost, as an author, what are some of the things you've had to overcome to, to, to be a published author, successfully published author? Hmm. Well, I would just say the main thing, you, you have to overcome yourself, <laughs> self-doubt, um, 
you have to, I, I like how I listened to your show earlier, how you had the positive confessions and affirmation. You have to continuously say those things out loud because if you don't do that, there's, I mean, you know, there's an enemy underneath us, six feet under, that would like to tell us that we are nothing and we can do nothing and right. nobody cares what we have to say. And those go in your mind a lot of times because he's he's intimidated. You know, a lot right. of times people talk about the devil. The devil's really intimidated by us as believers uh, who believe in a great God that can do great things through us. So I would say my biggest challenge would be uh, as a writer, you 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 have the art form down. You love to write. You know, you can write without ever getting a penny, and you can just write all day, every day. But as a publisher, that's totally different from being the writer because the writer is more the art form, the creative side, the fun side. But as a publisher or a self-published author, because I'm actually both, I'm actually I self-published uh, three books. One of two, two of my books were nationally distributed through a traditional publisher, actually an international publisher, Harlequin. I know a lot of people heard of those Harlequin romance books. Well, they actually have an um, inspirational imprint that I'm with, Kamani Press. So my novels, uh, He's Fine, But Is He Saved, and the sequel, He's Saved, But Is He For Real, those are actually um, been published through them. But then I still have a publishing company where I publish nonfiction self-help books for singles, uh, How to Date and Stay Saved, and I also have the Little Black Survivor book for single saints. So I guess the challenge would have to be um, when you self-publish, you have a publishing business. So it would have to be just learning the business side of it. Um, it's not all roses. You know, you have to call bookstores and, and different organizations if they have uh, late invoices. I mean, you have to literally run it like a business. You have to make collection calls. Okay, you sold out of my books. You want more books? Okay, well, did you pay for the last set? You know, you have to wear so many hats. And actually, I did a session today, earlier today, um, at the Anointed Pen Writers Conference here in Detroit, and my session was all about planning and organizing your business because you have to be organized and you have to plan out what you're going to do as a published author. Otherwise, you could be every day, you could just be busy. You know how some people are busy but not fruitful? Yeah. <laughs> you could just every day just do stuff and just putting out fires every day, but you may not have a real direction or real goal. So um, that would, I would say, be the challenge I had to overcome and learn how to run my publishing business like a business but still have fun in the writing side, the creative side. I still get to go out, minister, and love on people, pray for people. So it's kind of like you have to wear a lot of hats. <laughs> right, right. Mm-hmm. And wearing those hats, uh, Kimberly, uh, is there any time that you that you may feel like you're taking on too much or, or does the, the, the fact that you're living your dream, does it keep you motivated? Well, the fact that I'm living my dream actually does definitely keep keep me motivated. I've actually been full time. Uh, I'm a full time author now, a full time minister ever since February. Oh wow! <laughs> so I'm actually <laughs> excited because um, my first novel, He's Fine, but as he saved, actually was a national Black Expressions bestseller for a couple months in a row, and that came out initially December 2004. Then it got picked up uh, by Harlequin. So ever since then, I've been working a full-time job and running the business side for publishing all together. So now I actually feel freer now because I feel like I can put in 110% into the business, into the vision, and I can live my dream truly. And kind of like uh, what Keely said, I so enjoyed her about 
Um, God will take wherever you are right now as long as you do what you need to do. Right. Then God will add his super on your natural. I guess that's my paraphrased version of what <laughs> she said. But I really enjoyed her, and I really enjoyed what she was saying. So um, that's where I am now. So it's not as challenging because I have more time to work with. And actually, I've learned from the past so that now I can go into it more organized. I kind of know what to expect. You know, because going into it, you're kind of blind. You just like, oh my goodness, you know, you running into things and and you're kind of like uh, taken aback. But now nothing really ruffles my feathers or nothing right. surprises me because it's just you know all in a day of of, of managing the business. So so God is good, and and I'm I'm definitely thankful to Him for to lead to for leading me to this place. But like Keely said, it's it's a leap of faith. And a lot of times when it comes to your dreams, because I had a dream of writing since I was about eight years old or probably even younger, I've always written short stories and things like that. And it wasn't until um, I received the Lord as my Savior at the age of around 18, and then a year later I prayed and asked God, what is my purpose? And that's when he told me that that dream and desire to write is part of my calling or my purpose. So when you have that at the forefront and you know that you're doing what God called you to do, then then you're just you're just going you're just like <laughs> you're just you just want to walk out what God had already predestined and and bless the people that God has called you to bless through your books or through movies or whatever whatever means i feel like you know our lives are here we're here to learn and as we learn we should teach others like you do with your your um sessions which are great with your you so affirmations and like that Thank you so much. And and I'm like I said, we we look for people who who pr- promote the same things that we're saying. You know, your Amen. life is is a is an example, is a blueprint. Amen. You you, I remember. Uh, I know another one of the, the the dynamic writers you had at your your conference today, Monica Marie Jones. She's one of my mm-hmm. one of friends also. And yeah. I remember talking to her right around the time when she she made the the launch to leave her job. Mm-hmm. And and I t- I had her on the show uh, a little maybe like a year ago, and asked her, was there any apprehension? Did she ever regret making that launch? And she told me absolutely not. Wow, yeah, she is She is definitely um, motivated. She's a go-getter. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to ask you that same question. Was there any apprehension about making the launch? Well, for me, actually, God did it because my company closed down. <laughs> <laughs> And I feel like I, I feel like that's probably the only way I would have launched because I feel like he knows me and I, he actually warned me several months before. Mm. He told me when my next book should come out, which was actually the same month that my company closed. And they made the announcement months later that they were going to do that. So God was preparing me. And I believe that all these years God had been preparing I probably could have done it a lot sooner, and I just believe that God knows that this probably may have been the only way. Because, you know, when you have a measure of success and you're doing both, you kind of get used to to that pay paycheck every two weeks. Right, you know? yeah, I, I get totally used understand. To cushy, <laughs> cushy, you know, benefits and all that good stuff. You get used to it. But especially if, and especially if you have that and you're successful. So you're like, right. oh, wow. But now I know it's the part. It's it's time for God to just manifest that which He would have done through me for ultimately His people to be blessed, for Him to get the glory. 
But, I mean, he's given me a lot more than just, I mean, I also write songs, and I do a lot, and so it's part of God's timing. But now I just feel like I'm in a season where I feel free. (laughs) I mean, you feel free to, to, and especially with the Internet and social media, I mean, like Keely said, with launching her movie online, I mean, literally for all the creative heads out there, all the right brains, you can get you a video, you can sing in an MP3, you can, whatever it is you do that you feel God has given you, you can literally put yourself out there for millions to see you at the click of a button and if you're good, then they're going they're going to respond, they're going to follow you, they're going to buy your products because we're in a new age right now. I mean, I, the internet is making it's changing the playing field for everything. It's more it's more level. So, I'm just excited. I'm excited about what God is doing and actually there was no apprehension at all because like I said, not only because of the circumstance, but God had put me in a place where I knew it was coming, and also I want to mention to your listeners, it's important to have people around you that um, can speak positive words of encouragement and other people that are doing things similar to you. The people in my close inner circle are are all people that are either um, that I'm striving to be as far as their mentors of mine or people that are like I am or just different Similar types. I mean, not to say that they all have to be a certain way because you feel as a woman, you still got your girlfriends over here, you got (laughs) the different. But you want to, whoever it is, you want it to be someone that's on your side, that supports your vision and what you're doing, and and not someone that's that's jealous or hateful or or hating on you, you know. But you want to make sure it's people that, like um, Paula White said, you want to surround yourself with people that celebrate you. So I would encourage that because what that does, it it's like fuel to the fire in you to cause you to launch and live your dreams because you're so encouraged and motivated um, by that environment. And if you don't have that, make sure you cut out any negative forces. Uh, now, if you're married, you can't go leave your spouse. You know, <laughs> you're going to have to pray and we go, to go to <laughs> Just go to counseling. But if you're single, make sure this is another, this is a free nugget here for all the single folk listening. Make sure you, if you desire marriage, make sure you marry someone that supports your vision and what you're doing and that they're on your team and not uh, a, a rival opponent. Wow. <laughs> you want to get you want to get that established before you even get into seriously dating where you're like, oh, I love him, I love him. You want to <laughs> you want to make sure they support you. And <laughs> so that's a whole nother show. But, um, well, so, yeah, it's, it's exciting. Door, <laughs> door. Well, you know, that's who I minister to, so that's kind of like – my, I'm always end up going there. <laughs> you open the door. We gotta go there now. <laughs> okay. I, I looked at one of your blog posts the other night, and you were okay. talking about how, and I'm just paraphrasing how uh, people could be married. Are Are you dating somebody else's husband? I think that's what the title of it. Mm, yeah, that was a very popular Facebook blog that I did, and I, the the response was overwhelming. I was like, well, praise God, I had tons <laughs> of comments. So, yep. Um, basically, I was saying. A lot of times we date people, and we know in our heart of hearts that the person we're dating is not the one for us. Um, because in my book, How to Date and Stay Saved, I talk about what I call purposeful dating, dating okay. to find out whether or not the person you're seeing and, and communicating with could be your spouse. So you want to find out their goals, their dreams, their vision, and then you have your goals, dreams, vision, and you want to make sure both of them line up with each other, fit with each other, so that you can end up, like Amos 3.3 3 says, walking together and be in agreement. 
Now, when you, when you know that you're with, let's say, a man of God, loves the Lord, fears the Lord, but you know you're not that much in the church, you just along for the ride, you, you, don't, you hate kids, but he loves children and wants five, and you don't want to give that man no babies. If you know this, tell him. Because you're you're dating someone else's husband because there's a woman for him that fits exactly what he's looking wow. for. So that's what the gist of that uh, blog was about. Are you dating someone else's husband? It's about being honest in relationships and not just, you know, depriving wow. someone else of their blessing. Wow. And it, when I read it, it hit home because I've been that guy, you know, I, you know, been oh, in a relationship man. with somebody and they wanted to, to – to gut me and reconstruct me to their likeness and everything. Mm-hmm. Right. Not- and you, right. And you can't change anybody. Only God can change someone. It's kind of like people date someone and they're like, okay, well, like you said, you said you don't want to just date just based on looks. So this person may have all the looks that you want, but then all their character traits and all their person, everything else you're trying to change and you're trying to, yeah, no. When you marry the person, you're marrying the person, the right. inside, you know, right. not just the looks. I mean, the looks are cool. I mean, I always say I want someone pleasing in my sight. You know, I always say God know what I like. So, but it's not the most important thing. <laughs> What's important is whether or not you like the person at the end of the day. Whether or not you're best friends, and not you know just someone because all that cuteness and stuff. It'll, it'll after you get married, it'll it'll go away. I talk to tons of married people. And when they talk about the challenges they go through and even the triumphs, they're not talking about how cute they are. They're talking about how the situation was handled. So so it's it's a lot to go with that. <laughs> I like in what you said about, you know, changing somebody. Uh I like it to like if you for instance if you own a Cadillac and the Cadillac engine went out and you and, mm-hmm. and you got a you have a Lincoln engine just laying around and you just try to force this Lincoln engine to the <laughs> right, Cadillac. Right, right, it, 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 right, right. It, it's 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 not the same thing. If you want to navigate, you're gonna navigate. If you want to escalate, you get to escalate. But it you you know <laughs> And I I think it takes the bigger person to say, okay, well, this isn't working out, you know, and to let that person go because there is someone, and I think so many people get caught up in fear thinking that if I let them go, then then I'm not going to be with anybody. But there's someone for you. It's just not because it's not the person you're with right now doesn't mean that you'll never meet that person. I mean, you could be keeping the real person that's supposed to be dating you from showing up because you out with, with Joe over here. And then Jimmy is like your Boaz, but he keeps seeing you with Joe every week. And you can't break up with Joe because you're afraid. So it's a lot to go with that, yeah. Well, Kim, what does a person do then that they they don't really want to be single, but they need – to get ready for their their God-intended, purpose-filled spouse or, or mate? Well, I guess how, how that's the wait? question. The thing is, the first thing you said is a concern as far as that. A lot of people have that concern. They don't want to be single. No one, no one wants to not have companion. But to say if you're single that that's a problem, that's a problem. Right. Because that to me that's saying you can't be content. Like I um I um I think I did a, a Facebook post or uh, update or something about some people feel like they can't they always have to have a man on their arm for the <laughs> ladies or a man feel like they always have to have a woman. Right. And they can't just not be in a relationship. They can't have a season where they are they're not dating 
where they are content with their relationship with God and then they can go places. Like for me, I'm single. I mean, I'm a single woman. And right now I'm in a state where I'm I'm content. I have suitors, I guess, whatever you want to call it. But because I know my own value and my own worth, I know what I'm looking for. So I'm not out here trying to be a leech, trying to stuck on, you know, like, oh, like, is this it? Well, maybe he's it. Maybe I know what God put in me, what right. I'm looking for. Right. So with that information, I'm able to go to events. I'm able to go even to a restaurant, give me my newspaper or something to read, and I'm fine. I, I'm okay. Because I have a saying, like, if you can't enjoy time alone with yourself, then then what makes you think someone else is going to enjoy being with you? <laughs> so that's the number one issue is getting to a point in our lives, because a lot of people, I, I interviewed 12 married couples for my, my um, book, How to Date and Stay Safe, and they all the couples were all abstinent with their spouses until after marriage. But a lot of them have in common the fact that as singles, they have to get to a place were content before they even got into the relationship with their spouse. So that's definitely one thing. And then as 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 far as preparing for your mate, I mean, you can do, I mean, prepare for your mate. You can do it spiritually, physically, financially. I mean, spiritually, make sure your relationship with God is tight. Make sure you know your purpose and why you were created. Pray and ask God. And I would say physically work on your physical body as far as your health. I mean, not just to get a man, but because you want to feel good, you want to be energized, and you want, um, I mean, the man, your husband's going to enjoy it, but you want to mainly do it for yourself to become, I always say, become the better you now, not just get a man, but just to become a better you. Right. And in doing so, prepares you for the best I has for you. Um, financially, if, if you're in any type of debt or anything, get out of debt get as low as you can now because you want to be an asset to the person you marry and not a liability, bringing all this baggage. You know, a lot of people look at baggage as, as something, as one thing, but really you can say if you got a whole mountain of debt, that's baggage too. And so, and, and ladies, you want to look at it like if he never shows up, because some women, they actually trying to wait to marry somebody and, and thinking they just going to wipe away all the debt. You want to that that that's not fair and that's not right to him. You want to you want to get rid of as much as you can now before he shows up, so that when he shows up, you two can um, build your life together based on what you have. So there's many ways and many things, and then enjoy life. I mean, hang around other Christians. It could be uh, girlfriends' night out, or if you're tired of girlfriends' night out, you can do um, men and women just hanging out. Going bowling, Christians, you know, like-minded believers, uh, hanging out and having fun. I mean, that's possible, and that's things that can keep you as you're waiting, you know. Right, right. So, Kimberly, what was your, what was the motivation for for writing? I'll go up to your book. Uh, he's safe, mm-hmm. but is, but is he for for real? What was your motivation for for actually writing that oh. book? Now that one is actually the sequel to the first one. So the motivation was because. Um, the readers from the first one, he's fine, but is he saved? They kept telling me, well, what happens with Sandy? And I want to know more. I want more, more, more. So it actually continues the journeys of um, the three characters are 
uh, Sandy, Liz, and Michelle. And Sandy's like the baby Christian who loves the Lord, but she still loves the attention she gets from men. Mm-hmm. So Sandy's off the hook in the sequel. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, Michelle is kind of the glue of the, the friends, and she ends up having challenges between having to choose between two men in the sequel, um, Pierre, Pierre and uh, David, Pierre Dupree and David. And then um, Liz is kind of like the super spiritual because, you know, how you have some Christians, they just so saved, they all up in the clouds. Well, <laughs> that's Liz. And so she ends up, from the first book, she ends up dating a minister. And so for the second book, she kind of confronts her own internal issues with why she had a lot of bitterness with men, partly because she never uh, met her father. And she actually has a whole thing where she looks for her father and things like that. So um, the motivation behind this, the sequel was actually to continue the first book, and the first book was just made because I, I love writing about romance. Ever since I was in elementary school, I've always written about boys. <laughs> I used to read those <laughs> little high school books, Sweet Valley High and things like that. But um, once I got saved, it's kind of like you. I got to a point where I wanted to glorify God in everything I did. So I wanted to find a way where I can incorporate things that some of my girlfriends might talk about and things like that. Because I felt like the show's girlfriend waiting to excel, those ladies, me and my girlfriends don't have conversations like they do. Right. So it's kind of like I wanted to speak to that audience that are, you know, Christian and believe in God for a maid and not about who they slept with last night and things like that, but actually three women that are friends that want to live a Christian lifestyle and, and they encourage each other to uh, remain abstinent or things like that. And it's, it's drama in it, but it's still God gets the ultimate glory in the end. So, Wow. You, you have absolutely – Without a shadow of a doubt, you know, just giving me some some things to really focus on myself, and Amen. and I, I'm I'm thankful for. Look, I I one thing I do say is this: I purposely go after certain types of people to bring on the show because I I want to be encouraged myself. You know, Amen. So, you know, I may be a little, you know, I may be you know sitting here putting my finger in the pot too because I want to taste what's, what's being cooked up too because it, it, you guys you 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 ladies definitely tonight have presented uh blueprints that it's possible to realize your dreams and it's possible to do yes. it with integrity and I, I I honor you and I appreciate you both for for just coming on here tonight and and bringing that that light to the Man. audience I think we needed that Crazy. Well, thanks for having me on your show and keep it up. I mean, we need that. We need this good word, especially right now, you know, in the news, all this bad news and economy woes. But it's always refreshing to have shows like yours that keep us encouraged and motivated. So definitely keep keep it up. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. And before you go, Kim, could you just just speak to someone right now who who may be in a a transition period and they want to live the life of their dreams, but they may be – they're not completely sure that they can do it. Could you just give them a word of encouragement? Well, actually, what I have on my heart right now regarding that is to really seek God. Because I, I think a lot of times we get frustrated because we're seeking uh, success and what that looks like to us, whether it's money, girls. I mean, whatever we think success is, a lot of people chase that instead of chasing God. And for my testimony, it was only by the grace of God that I could do what he called me to do because 
he put it in me to do it. And that came from me having a relationship with him, meaning every morning I'm talking to him, I'm praying, and he's talking back to me. So I just really want to encourage your listeners to really see God about what it is you're supposed to do. Don't look at anybody else and say, well, they're doing this. Well, maybe I should do this. Don't get distracted. Stay focused on yourself and what God wants you to do and do that. Trust God knowing that if he called you to it, then you can do it. If he called you to it, you can do it. So allow that to be your confidence and not what people say. Wow. Wow. I'm again like I'm sitting here taking notes and thoroughly impressed with the with the the things you've just presented and I'm I'm honored to have you here. Kim could you just let the people know where they can find you on the internet and, and Sure, sure. Um my blog website or blog site, whatever they call it nowadays, <laughs> is www.kimontheweb.com. Again, kimontheweb.com. And also for my new book, it has its own site, which is dateandstaysaved.com, dateandstaysaved.com. So either of those link to each other, but um, kimontheweb.com is the main one. You can click on the link to find any other information you need. Wow. Uh, again, Kim, we we thank you. and I, I want to have you back on the show. We're going we're gonna to do this again okay. for give you a whole hour and just – let the people know what it is that you do and let them see what it is you do best. And because like I said, you are, have definitely sparked some things in, inside of me tonight. And I'm, I'm honored to have you ha- have had you on the show. Praise God. Thank you. Thanks for having me on. Praise God. You're so welcome. And we look forward to having you back. Okay. And you know, Tiff- Tiffany and I actually went to school together. Did she tell you? No. Well, yes, she yes. did. We yes, went to did. elementary school together, and she actually was at the conference today when I did the session about organization. So oh, cool. it's definitely a jewel. <laughs> and, and it also showed that when you connect to great people, there are other great people connected to them. So I'm, I'm That's that. true. Amen. Yep, we um, reconnected through Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> so that social media is powerful. Wow. I am, again, like I said, I'm, I'm thankful for having you on here tonight. And, again, we – we will definitely be in contact because we're going to bring you back. Okay. Thank you so much. You're so welcome. Have a good night. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. That was Kimberly Brooks, um, dynamic author and publisher uh, from Detroit. And one thing I want to do, people, um, I got a few moments left before we end the show. I want to let you know something. I am a proud native of Detroit, Michigan, and it just so worked out that our guests tonight are from Detroit, but I want to say something that's been on my heart for a little while. With some of the things you see in the media about Detroit, they may not represent our city that well. Some of the things some of our former politicians may have done may not represent the people as a whole. I've actually... And this, this this is one of the things I really want to address to you tonight. I've traveled and being a proud native of, of my city, I've traveled and have told people when they asked me where was I from, I told them proudly Detroit, Michigan. I had this situation one time where somebody said to me, I'm sorry to hear that. 
And their reason for saying that was that when they were in Detroit, their car was stolen. And immediately, I my my smile turned to a a, a snarl, like, okay, why are you telling me that? The reason why I say that is this. I want to paint a picture for my audience that just because some something may happen in a certain region doesn't mean that everything that comes out of that region is bad. And I'm pretty sure if you go to any other city in America, you can find some bad things. But please believe, if you go to any other city in America, you can find some wonderful things. The two young ladies that came on here tonight are both living proof that wonderful things can come from Detroit, Michigan. And I wanted to just share that with you, that I am completely honored to be a, a native of Detroit, Michigan. And I'm completely honored to represent my city very well. Now, although I'm in Atlanta now, I am a proud native Detroiter. Uh, Detroit Cast Tech, you know, is this is this is something major to me that we are here, and you're going to start seeing a lot more good things coming from Detroit, a lot more phenomenal things coming from the city of Detroit, Michigan. And I just wanted to share that with you because it was just on my heart, and I really don't think that that my city gets enough public positive representation. But I, I, I just want to share it with you tonight. Um, I see I have a caller in queue. Um, I'm going to bring them on one second, please. This is actually, uh, oh, this is uh, my dynamic um, my dynamic marketing consultant, Tiffany Patton. Tiffany, how are you doing? I am wonderful. I'm wonderful. I apologize for the noise. I'm actually at my church's um, retreat, woman's retreat. So I left a wonderful uh, noise of pen from earlier, and I thank, I thank you, Miles, first of all, for your show. I thank you for your motivation. I thank you for your due diligence and all of the compliments, um, Keely and Kim. They are wonderful, and I, I admire them as people in business, as sisters in Christ. But I just, I thank you. I thank you for who you are and what it is that you're doing. But I, I, I just wanted to say thank you. I heard everything, all the accolades. And, yes, I'm from Detroit as well, but I was just calling to say hello. And um, you're doing a wonderful job. And thank you all, and I want you to continue, continue, continue the work. Thank you, thank you so much. And it's, like I said, it's an honor to be connected to you because you you are a dynamic person yourself, and and I'm just honored, like I said, to be able to connect to great people. And I I, I have to give honor where honor is due, and I, I appreciate you. And I want you to also to know that publicly as well. Thank you, thank you. I'm so sorry. Like I said, I'm, I'm at another location, so this is live radio. Anything can happen. Going on. <laughs> this is live radio, so we don't we don't worry about that. But again, we thank you for coming out and uh, supporting and everything you, that you you've been doing and you, that you'll continue to do. I thank you and I honor you for it because you you don't know how important uh, this was for me for you to connect to my vision like this and and now to share my vision with me. So I, I'm I'm honored to have you here. Thank you, thank you, and I, it's an honor. It's definitely an honor for me as well. Yes, indeed. And I want to let everybody know you're going to 
Well, I'll let you. I'll let you. I want you to come on next week, and there's something I'm, I, we'll talk about it off off the okay. show. But I, but you're gonna you're gonna hear Tiffany's voice a lot more, and I'll tell you. We'll give you more and more details about that later. But um, Tiffany, I thank you again, and we will definitely talk later. Thank you, thank you. Be blessed. Have a great evening. Are you too? Okay. People, we, we've, we're putting together some dynamic stuff here, and I want you to to know that without a shadow of a doubt that I take this position seriously. I take what we're doing here seriously, and I want you all to, to get what it is you came for, and that's a move of God. You didn't come really to see me. You come because you want some life-changing motivation and encouragement, and I'm here to provide that for you. And like I said, let us know how we're doing. Connect to me on Facebook. MySpace, Twitter. Uh, you can you can reach me at facebook.com slash mileswmiller. That's M-Y-L-E-S-W-M-I-L-L-E-R. You can connect with me on MySpace, myspace.com slash mileswmiller. Uh, at Twitter, twitter.com slash mileswmiller. You can even leave comments here on the Blog Talk Radio site at blogtalkradio.com slash mileswmiller. You can even email me. You can reach me at email by uh, email me at mileswmiller at gmail.com. And people, I am absolutely honored that we were able to be here together tonight. And uh, I want to leave you with this song. One of my friends, um, his name is Dante. He's a phenomenal young man. He's uh, out of uh, Maryland. Um, just a phenomenal artist. And I want to um, leave this song with you. It's called Be You. And I will see you next week. But before we go, before we go, I want to acknowledge our guests tonight, Miss um, Keely Omani and Miss Kimberly Brooks. Also, I want to, uh, like I said, give an honor where honors do. I want to thank uh, Miss Tiffany Patton for her, her diligent work for helping us and putting uh, the shows together. Um, I want to thank each and every one of you for listening and tuning in and, and sending up these podcasts, sending out links to the show. I, I thank you for your tireless efforts. Uh, also, I want to thank... Um, my pastor, Pastor Ginaldo Lee and Lady Tiffany Lee, uh, Bishop Wayne T. Jackson, Dr. Beverly Jackson, um, and each and every one of you who have, have done tireless work to help me out here. Uh, this is not an easy task, but it's a labor of love, and I, and I enjoy doing it. So without further ado, we're moving forward in our, in our destiny. Next time we talk, it'll be the second quarter of 2010, and I want you to understand this. I'm going to leave you with this. My motto and my mantra. My mantra and my motto. Don't ever give up. Don't ever quit in your dreams. Don't ever give up. Don't ever quit in your dreams. God bless you, and I'll see you next week. You keep on doing great things for me.
and become a part of God's plan. Woman, woman, virtuous woman, virtuous woman, build your house, make it strong. It's where you belong. Little boy, little boy, no time for toys, no. Follow your father, footsteps with great joy. Little girl, little girl, don't be a part of this world, no. Follow your mother, the great example. Oh, 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 oh. Anointing. 
With the Lucky Land Plus, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.